Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And happy Father's Day to all those fathers out there. Um, just have a great day tomorrow. We're thinking of you. And um, we're going to open up our phone lines today, 805-650-1590. If someone wants to call in and give us a Father's Day story, we'd love to hear it. 805-650-1590. We're also giving away $25 Greek gift certificates, right? Absolutely. 805-650-1590. How was your week? It was super busy, but I have to say that it was very productive. Um, I've got a couple new listings coming up on the market. I have a two-bedroom, two-bath upstairs condo coming on the market in the next couple weeks. Where is that? Um, That is, um, what are those called over there? Those are... Not Lennar. It's in that area, but it's not the Melody. That's what it's called, yes. It's one story, but it's top. It's all upstairs, yeah. Is there a connected garage? No, it's downstairs. The garage is downstairs, okay. and it's only a one-car garage. Okay. How much are you going to be? Uh, we're probably going to be like four fifty, four sixty, something. And there's like no that. pool there, right? No, there's no pool. And what's there's the H- just HOA? I think it's two fifty. Yeah, those are nice over there. They're newer. They're all upgraded. They're very, yeah. very nice. And they came with stainless appliances oh, and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. So they they are just going to hold their value, you know. Right. For, forever so i'm looking for a downstairs unit with a connected garage for one of my clients oh like a parkside or something no um over there at lenar oh at just just downstairs you know that's one level downstairs yeah. with a garage connected so that's what my client's looking for too awesome i have 220 wisteria over um buenaventura mobile home park i'm gonna have it open tomorrow open house an open Sweet. house oh my god from one to three i will be there so come visit me 220 wisteria it's a really cute mobile home it's two bedroom two bath we were just talking about i mean it's affordable it's 165,000. we just improved the price by five thousand dollars we were in escrow but the buyer couldn't qualify with the park it's not easy to qualify with those parks you have to have good credit you have to make three times the space rent plus if you have a mortgage or you know if you have a payment like if you finance it you have to make three times what the payment is on your mobile and the space rent and the space rent's seven hundred dollars so You know, 2100 just for the space rent, and then if you have a mortgage in there. So it's not simple, but it can be nice and affordable. Absolutely. And, you know, they do that so that they can ensure that they're getting their space rent paid. Right. You know, because so many people move in there and then can't make the space rent, and they can't really kick them out. I mean... You know, they'd have to move the mobile home or oh, move them out. So right. they're very, very careful about that. Right. And so I get if, that. If they buy it all cash and they own it and it's sitting there, how are they going to get rid of them? I guess they'd have to file a lien probably on their property. Yeah, almost that's like probably a, what you Almost like an do. HOA lien, right? It wouldn't be an HOA lien, but it would definitely be a lien. From so, the from the home, from, from the park. From the park, yeah. Tricky, right? But yep. those, you know, those can be really good deals. We were just talking about it. To own a home in Ventura for $165,000, and, you know, um, you have to be a senior, 55 or over, and, um, you know, there is financing, but the financing isn't very simple. I think you have to have, like... You have to have a special mobile home lender in order to buy a mobile home with financing. And you have to put a lot down. And I think 25% you can, down. And I think you can only do 15 years. Well, because the life of a mobile home is only 25 years, and then it starts depleting from that. Mm -hmm. So they don't like to lend on on properties that are over 25 years old because 
the life expectancy of one is only 25 years, uh-huh. even if it's brand new. And most lenders do not do mobile homes. You know, that's, that's what I've correct. learned. It, you know, you have to go to special community West, I think mm-hmm. does. And I think there's another one, but, um, so it's interesting, but mine is going to be open tomorrow. I'm excited. My first open house and God, a year, a year and a half, a year and a half. It's crazy. So I'm excited. Um, we'll be out there from one to three at two twenty wisteria on the East end. That's Come awesome. Visit me. Well, I just I brought some statistics for you today um, just to kind of give you an idea of what the market is doing. And this is statewide. And um, the medium home price for uh, houses in the state of California is 818 It's up 39.2% is that crazy? from May of t- 2020 to now. I wonder what the median is like in Texas. I don't know. You know what I mean? That'd be interesting to do. Maybe I'll look into that, like all the different median because... I'm sure. Are we the highest, or New York, maybe? We we are we are up in one of the highest ranges. So, um, statewide, our inventory has proved just a little bit. It went from one point six months of inventory to one point eight. So that didn't it didn't make a significant difference, but that just shows you a that the bit. market's just changing just a little bit. It seems like more homes are coming up in Camarillo. I, it's hard Ventura. It, it just seems like a couple pop up here and a couple pop up there, but. I see, almost every day I see a bunch from Camarillo and see me too. And Oxnard too. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're getting more inventory and that's what happens this time of year anyways. We're just a little bit late on our market because of COVID. Um, because of COVID but things are improving. And um, it's taking uh, 7 to 17 days to sell a property. So the average market time is 11 days. To be of, on the market be before on the you market. have an offer that's accepted. Exactly. So that's, that's pretty quick. That's really quick. So when that happens, you have to know what you're doing, whether you're moving, buying something else, moving out of state, whatever it is, you have to know what you're doing first. So we take care of you. And then we let the buyer worry about what they're going to do because we right. can always make that buyer wait. Right. 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 So that's why you need a good agent. Someone right. plan because it's your future plan, you know, to sell your house. But where are you going and how long do you need? Um, I just did that when my, my clients moved to Idaho and we sold it. But we had to get, we had to have at least forty five days because they had to locate a house, and once we did, then they needed thirty. So you know, you just need a really good agent who's on it, and who's, and who has experience in this market because everything is over full price. Oh yes, everything sells immediately. Oh, so yeah. you have to get that person there first, and then you negotiate that contract, and you're having to remove those inspection contingencies and the appraisal contingency, mm-hmm. and lateral line and termite and everything. But guess what? You don't have to, you can still do that inspection. So even if you remove it, you can to, still do the inspection. Of course, yes, yes. You just can't get out of the transaction for that reason. Right. Right? right. So it's a little tricky. It is tricky. Yeah. So there's um, there's a little bit of movement in the market right now. So uh, it's actually, uh, for homes sold, above asking price was 70.7%. Of homes that sold sold over the asking price. I was talking to Blake in our office last week, and he was writing an offer for a hundred and seventy-five thousand over list price. I yes. mean, that is insane. It I is. I mean, that's the mobile home that I'm selling. I mean, it's crazy right now. I mean, people it just want to move here, and they're willing to pay. And you know, 
we'll help them, but you know, sometimes those prices are very, very high. Exactly. Well, and what's happening is this isn't just happening in our area. This this is happening across the nation. So people are moving from all over, mm-hmm. and especially Los Angeles, San Francisco area, just moving in and around the state. Mm-hmm. They're getting high prices for the properties they're selling there and taking that cash and bringing it here. And so that's what's continuing the market. Right, it's crazy. You need good agents, so give us a call because we'd love to help you, right? Absolutely. Um, so just know we're giving away gift certificates to the Greek today. For anybody that calls in, we will put you in a drawing, and we're giving five $25 gift certificates nice. away from the Greek. Perfect for Father's Day. Absolutely. Give us a call, 805-650-1590, 805-650-1590. Well, we are going to take a quick break. We've got a great show for you today. You'll want to stay tuned. We have Amber Brasher with us. She is a comedian and uh, an actress. She has been on our show once before, and she is back. She will be in the studio here very shortly. And um, we have a very nice Father's Day story for you. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine 805 853 3030. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have a special man on the phone for Father's Day today. This is my dad, Gene Adams. Hey, Pops. Hey, beautiful. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm just great. You're great. This is my day. This is your day. This is your weekend. Right? Yes, absolutely. Whole weekend. What are you guys doing? Uh, I think we're going to go to dinner tonight with uh, Bambino, little uh, Parker. My daughter's there. It's her second home. They're with my, um, my, um, her grandparents there. So um, she's 12, and my dad basically raised her um, with me. Um, and so we want to ask you a couple questions here. Do you remember being a father for the first time? I think I've heard this story before, but it's pretty cool. 
Yeah, yeah, I do. As a matter of fact, it's uh, uh, strange things happen uh, when you become a, a dad for the first time. Um, for me, I was rather put out by the whole idea of uh, having my first kid. Uh, I really wasn't ready for it. I was just kind of, you know, aloof about the whole thing. Um, uh, I didn't look forward to losing my, my freedom. I, I heard there was a lot of work involved. and uh, I think diapers. a lot of guys are like that at first, and then they see I the baby. So too. I, I think uh, most most people are. I mean, they're just afraid of it. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, but when the day came, something magic happened. Something clicked inside me. Uh, I was looking at this little baby in the, in the bassinet uh, in the hospital. It's like, you know, two minutes old. And I can't explain it. Um, it's just as if some something reached inside me and flipped the switch from uh, selfish to father. And uh, never, I've never uh, reset that switch. And it's that's just... my oldest brother. Yeah. He he. Um, how old were you when you had him? Twenty five. Twenty five years old. I had my brother yeah. Derek. Yeah. Derek, right now. How, how old is Derek? It, I, well, I was. I, you know, I was just. Uh, I, I reason I wasn't looking forward to it is because. I'm I'm young and I've got a new job, fairly new job, and I'm working hard. And uh, you know, when you're when you're young, you just you just don't think there's any time. You're selfish. Uh, any right time, so, right? Uh, but but when it happens, I'll tell you, just looking at your at your baby, uh, it just um, it's something something really magic happened. I know. Well, you and that was my oldest um, brother, Derek. And then I came along, and uh, or no, Brent came along, and then I came into your life, right? I was yeah. ten when I yeah. met you. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, tell us about your favorite ages for kids. The favorite what? Ages for your kids and grandkids. Oh, favorite ages, uh, no, without a doubt. I love three, four, five-year-old toddlers. You know, they're done with their pooping stage and uh, dirty diapers and and all that, and uh, they are just. So much fun because they, they, uh, uh, they don't know what an old what, what an old joke is. You know, you can pull quarters out of their ear, and they think it's magic, uh, and uh, and they got a little brain that just absorbs everything you're 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 telling them because they they really don't know anything. Mm-hmm. So everything everything is new. Um, you, you know, they think you're the smartest person in the world. You can do anything. Um, then of course they become teenagers. I was going to say then they, they, they become a teenager. This, then they, they know are, everything. They are the smartest person in the world. That's right, because like right now that's what we're going through. Parker is turning just turned thirteen, and we're kind of experiencing that, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. We are. She's kind of. She is kind of moody. And she's but, independent. Uh, but we're yeah. we're having a good time. We're going to the baseball game tonight. Taking oh. her to the baseball game. Cool. So we're going to watch the Angels. I hope win. Yeah. So. Well, you enjoy your day. I love you. Happy Father's Day. Love you too, kiddo. We'll talk to you later. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. And I think, do we have someone else on the line right now for Father's Day? Yeah. Oh, hi. Who is this? Hi. Hi. This is Colleen Spence and my family were here. Wanted a surprise. Fun, dad. <laughs> awesome. Very sweet. Happy Father's Day, Spence. So what's he like as a dad? I know he works a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are just so thankful, you know, for all he does for us. He's just, like, incredible. Like, as you say, what do you say, Bree? He's really hardworking, and he's a, 
overall just a great person. Yeah, and it's like just like the best dad in the galaxy is what they like to say. Is that right? And, How cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we definitely, I mean, we just wanted to say how much, you know, we appreciate him. He's such a rock for the family. I mean, he holds our family together. And here's Cole. Yay. Coolest dad pretty, ever, huh? Pretty cool job, too, huh? Cool. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you for being a great hockey dad. Oh. And helping me for whatever I need, like in school or, like, you know, working on, like, some work. So I'm very thankful. Going to the gym so fun. It's like awesome. Um, yeah, so we are just so thankful for everything. We have some fun surprises for you for Father's Day. We can't wait to celebrate you. And um, you rock our world. Oh, thank you so much. We did it, Colleen. We did it. We pulled it off. Yay! <laughs> Yay! We surprised him. He didn't know it was me at first on the phone. I know. I heard him saying, um, you know, raise your voice. I can't hear you. And I thought, oh, that's her calling in. <laughs> I know, and then and then he's like, "Well, wait a minute, I didn't recognize you." And I'm thinking, "Well, you weren't supposed to." <laughs> right. Well, that's great. You had your it's time on to the be air. A surprise. <laughs> Very good. You guys enjoy your Father's Day with Spence. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. That's Definitely. awesome. Take care, you guys. Okay. Thanks. Uh-huh. Bye, bye, hon. Talk to you later. Bye. He said bye. <laughs> so, what is your favorite part of Father's Day, Tracy? Me? Yeah. Like, what do you do for your dad? Oh, um, we always go out to eat, you know, and just um, reminisce. My dad's really cool. I mean, he's my stepdad, but he raised me since I was 10. And, um, I mean, he got me my first car. When I was 16, he bought me a $3,000 convertible bug that, you know, I had to have. And it was, like, so dangerous because it was stick shift. I didn't know how to drive. He bought it for me. He repainted it for me. I was in a little fender bender within three days of my... <laughs> Yeah, because I was a horrible driver, especially stick shift. And, um, yeah, and so he took the whole car apart, repainted it for me because I wanted it to be white convertible. And he's just amazing, man. You know, just it's it's really, really cool, especially when you have a real dad who's like that. But when you have a stepdad who's like that, too, who doesn't really need to be like that. And he's always just been right there for me. Like I said, when Parker was born, they were here. He used to come up here because I was in real estate. And he used to come up almost every week and help me take care of Parker when she was a baby and I'd go into the office and try and learn real estate and so um yeah I just like spending time with them and I, I love hearing the Father's Day stories because it's just so cool you know absolutely well we've got two fathers in our family and they are both uh police officers and they work super super hard to keep everybody safe and they are the best fathers in the galaxy so very cool yeah so anyways um we have Dr. Tony O'Donnell coming up, and he is going to talk about uh, what is a fatty liver and how to fix that, remedy it, and um, keep it in check. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pothiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818 468 0777. 
We have many homes in life, the homes we live in, the homes we visit, the homes we dream about, and sometimes home, well, it's just a feeling. At Sugarbug Orthodontics, they are on the cutting edge of oral care technology. Sugarbug offers a variety of services for you and your family's orthodontic needs. Invisalign, digital x-rays, interceptive ortho, all while making you feel at home. Sugarbug Orthodontics, welcome home. Parker's getting her braces there. We will follow her progress. Give them a call, 805-985-2400. That's 805-985-2400. Yes, you can still move, downsize to the right size, and do it all gently and, most importantly, safely, as many have throughout this pandemic with gentle transitions, California's moving magicians. Just give us a call at 800-619-3049. That's 800-619-3049. Or email ezmove at gentletransitions.com, and you're on your way to your new home. This is the most dangerous year for landlords in U.S. history. On January 1st, 24 new bills came into effect, putting landlords right here in Ventura in jeopardy of jail time, massive fines, and losing their homes. COVID-19 made it worse. I'm Janet with Romatic Property Management. If you haven't made massive changes to the way you treat your investment this year, we need to talk. Don't be a statistic. Schedule your consultation today at formaticpropertymanagement.com forward slash Ventura. That's formaticpropertymanagement.com forward slash Ventura. Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate AM 1590. KBTA, I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Amber Brashear with us today. Hi, I'm so, so happy to be here. You're so pretty. Thank I you. I know, right? So Amber is a comedian. She's an actress. She's been on our show once before, and we've been kind of following her career. And so tell us what's happening. Oh, my gosh. Well, I just got off the freeway. You guys know I'm late. Where did you come from? Where do you live? Sherman Oaks. Oh, okay. So it's like, an, what, an hour-plus drive, and there's a huge accident, and there's so much traffic. And I was just, oh. oh, my gosh. I was flooring Take it to breath. get here. So <laughs> it's all good. How, how'd you get into comedy? Um, oh, gosh. I was working in television prior to working in comedy, so I moved here from New York. I'd worked in television, um, and then I started working in television here as well. What Doing what in television? Uh, production and um, producing, and then I was on-air talent in New York as well. News? or I was news re- uh, reporter. Um, I did. I was actually working in sports. Oh, cool. Well, that's <laughs> Which cool. was weird. If I, I had to go back and do it again, I would do sports or weather because yeah. it's not so stressful as far as I, I did crime every day. Yeah. Just, I wanted to do... I I actually wanted to do investigative journalism. That's what I did too, yeah. But mine was more <sighs> like murders and stuff. So it was really yeah. cool, but it was really, really intense. Yeah. You know? And it's intense to get into it. It's like, really hard, yeah. To find a way in, it was really hard. And I was like, I don't want to be doing this like scut work for, what, Ever. 20 years mm-hmm. before I can even do anything. And then I, you know, the political, uh, the political, climate of everything got really dangerous at the time that I could have potentially gone that oh, route. Really? Uh-huh. Uh, and my family was like, no, don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So um, when I moved here, I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any friends in California. I just, I made a jump and I moved here. And um, to LA? I, yeah, to LA. Yeah. And so when I got to LA, I drove across country. It was my second time. No, for one, two, third time okay. coming across, driving cross country. By and yourself? Uh, no, this time I didn't come by myself. I came with a very good friend of mine. He's an amazing musician, actually. His name's Matt Cusson. Mm-hmm. Um, he's fantastic. He toured with Brian McKnight and played with Stevie Wonder. He's wonderful. So oh. 
had the opportunity to move here. And, um, yeah, I didn't know anybody aside from him. And I started going to comedy clubs when he was on tour just to hang out and meet people. Uh-huh. And um, the Laugh Factory at the time had this show called Chocolate Sundays, which I loved going to. Um, and the host of the show was a man named David Arnold. And David Arnold and I became friends. And then David Arnold decided he was going to do this comedy class. And he was like, you know, you should come do it. You're funny. You should come try it. I was like, oh, I'll come try it. I'll meet people. If nothing else, I'll just, there's a showcase at the end. I was like, I'll just bail. You know, yeah. I didn't think I was going to like it or be good at it. So I did it and I ended up meeting um, Rodney Perry, Chris Spencer, um, Kevin Hart. I met so many influential comedians now. And, you know, people, you know, Don and Nero. Oh, man, I met so, it was, it was just incredible. And I felt really inspired. And then I started getting out and doing the road work to get, comfortable on stage and then I had this big showcase and I had to decide am I going to do it or am I not going to do it and I did it and I did really well awesome you know? awesome for you and then after that I ate crap for like <laughs> for months while I tried to learn how to be a real comedian you know what do you mean you ate so, crap you know you I had people helping me you know at, at the beginning people coaching me oh this is funny this isn't funny oh uh-huh. you should you should talk about this like I'll never forget I didn't know what to talk about and so David was like you have to write a bio about yourself yes because then you find the funny things about yourself yes yes the bio he thought he was going to get was like two or three pages long it was 11 pages (laughs) and he said are you serious when I handed him this and a week later he handed it back to me and he had highlighted things that either made him have an emotional reaction or made him laugh. Uh And he said, this is where you're gonna find the root of your stuff, at least for now. So that's how I found where to build my material and how I found, okay, my family was a source of it. You know, my father's an alcoholic. My father was, you know, it was a source of pain for me. Pain is always a source of comedy. Of course. So um, for me, a lot of my material initially was about my father and about my family and about how I grew up. Um, I grew up in the South around a lot of racism. I'm very against it. I've always spoken up about it. And so a lot of my comedy was talking about the social issues when I first started and has continued to grow in that realm as well. So I've continued to talk talk out against racism, against um, prejudice, against white supremacy and for racial equality. Wow. Um, so that's kind of been a platform that okay. I've stayed very consistent with because of my upbringing. You right. know, I never understood it. Yeah. Well, did your dad think it was funny? My dad doesn't talk to me. Oh, I wonder they're, why. <laughs> they're, they're ashamed of me. You uh-uh. know? Yeah, they're be- ashamed. I should be ashamed of myself. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? That's too bad. What? It's okay. You know, it happens. You know, I look at it and I say, some people are never going to change who they are. All you can do is be a positive force in the world and make sure that you do something positive with your life. And I feel like if you have the gift to be able to stand in front of people and get and garner attention of people, whether I have... 100 people in front of me or 10,000 people in front of me, you better use your voice to create change in a positive way. And I've always said that since I began. Um, So I don't necessarily, if I get famous, wonderful. That's great because I'll be able to do more with it. But I don't care about that. I just want to know that when I step in front of a crowd, I'm authentic. I'm saying something that has purpose and meaning and that it's going to make a difference. I've had people come up to me. You know, I'll never forget. I was in Ohio. And someone came up to me after the show and he goes, you know, I really didn't care for your comedy, but you made me think about some things that I grew up thinking and I changed my mind. And I said, okay. And then I've had other people that are like, you're, you're hilarious. You're great. So if I make you think, that's all I care about. How that's cool the power that? of a voice, you know? Yeah. How old are you? Hmm. You, you look good. At <laughs> you're young, I bet. 
This is a question. Uh, I'm 37. I'm getting ready to be 38. Oh, see, yeah, you're young. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. a baby. Yeah. That's not a baby. Yeah. I, well, 38? Try 51. No, I'm not. I'm not that far from it. I know. I just, and it goes like that. Too. Yeah, I, I went from 30 to almost 40 too quickly. Oh, just wait. You know? 40. All of a sudden, I just turned 50 last year, and then all of a sudden, I had a 51st birthday. I thought, well, yeah, well, ah, you know. Well, that's because of COVID. COVID, COVID just help. poor thing was so looking forward to her 50th birthday. Cried entirely all day because mm. I couldn't because see anyone. I mean, she everyone drove see by and said hi. I was like, uh. "You did a drive-by birthday." And she My was, girlfriend and I went and drank yeah. wine in the park, and the next day there were like signs out there that said, "Don't sit in the park." I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> COVID was so difficult. Not just personally. It, I mean." Personally, it oh, was sure. the it was, worst. Yeah, it crashed my career. I you know, bet. it crashed the entertainment industry. Um, and I think some people really thrived that figured out, okay, this is what works, and mm-hmm. this is what's you know, this is what's successful for me. This is what's working. I know I have a friend that became a millionaire during COVID, and it's because her social media presence grew. I took the time to say, I want a break, not mm-hmm. from stand up, because I I desperately am craving and missing it. I'm so glad things are starting to open up, um, but there were so many projects that I wanted to complete that being on the road, I never had the opportunity to complete. And so a script that I wanted to finish got finished. A oh, book good. that I had started writing good. got finished, you know, some good out of COVID. That's yeah. Good. Just things that I knew, okay, this is what I need because you can't walk into, and anybody that's listening, that's in the entertainment business, you don't think about these things until somebody tells you. And then you're like, aha, I should have mm-hmm. known better. You can't go into producer meetings or pitch meetings or any major comedian that could possibly give you another opportunity and not be able to say, this is what I have to offer. Mm-hmm. You know, I had the opportunity to go into one of those meetings and I called a colleague of mine and I said, you're already in this. You write for one of the biggest comedians in the world. What would you suggest going into this meeting? He said, well, what do you have to offer? And at the time I said, I have a lot of ideas there and I'm go. really funny. Good. You know, yeah. and he said, well, that's not enough. You know, it's not enough. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will have Dr. Tony O'Donnell with us. And we will come back and talk to Amber as well. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Opa! You don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh, daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Worried about the impact of estate taxes, long-term health care, lawsuits, creditors, or probate on your assets and family? Interested in making sure your final wishes are followed? This is Rick Siegenfeld of Siege Law, and we are here to help you with all your asset protection, trust administration, estate and Medi-Cal planning needs. For a complimentary consult, give us a call at 805-250-1930 or email us at contact at S-E-I-G-E-L-A-W. Again, 805-250-1930. My daughter is almost a teenager, and let me tell you, Billy Clower's Dance Company in Ventura has changed our lives. Kids, put the phone down. Start dancing. Parker is taking jazz, acro, contemporary, ballet, and now competitive cheer. During the pandemic, they're dancing outside. There are classes available for boys, girls, and adults. Go to BillyClower.com, mention Girls on the Air, and get a discount. That's BillyClower.com. 
Get ready for an island paradise at Ventiki Lounge in Lanai. Located in beautiful downtown Ventura, Ventiki features the best in traditional cocktails, modern tiki drinks, Polynesian-inspired cuisine, and even sushi. As soon as you step onto the Lanai, you'll feel the warmth of the islands with our tiki waterfall, wahine mural flower garden, hand-carved tikis, and a fire pit for those chilly island nights. As you listen to the music of the islands, you will love our famous Kalua pork sliders, Sabu coconut chicken, or a trio of sautéed tiger prawns atop sushi rice towers with a mango curry ver blanc. And we'll always have our classic Mai Tais using the original 1944 recipe the best in town. So take a break and head down to Ventiki. We're located at 701 East Main Street on the corner of First Street and Main Street. Give us a call at 805-667-8887 or find us on the web at VentikiLoungeInLanai.com for our full menu. Ventiki, an island oasis in Ventura. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KBTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Dr. Tony O'Donnell with us today. He is the owner of Radiant Greens. Hey, Dr. Tony, how are you? Good morning, ladies. What a beautiful, blessed day to be alive. Happy Father's Day. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I have no children, at least none that I know about. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> other, than, other than one day I woke up, I had two kids, two dogs, an ex-husband, and a new girlfriend. <laughs> like, oh, welcome to my world. Those yes. are the stories we're not supposed to hear, Dr. Tony. That's right. but anyway, happy Father's Day to all of you fathers that are listening to the broadcast, yes. Absolutely. So what are you going to talk about today? You said something about, like, what is a fatty liver? I don't know what a fatty liver is. We have, yeah, that's we all well, have exactly. one. But. A, a fatty <laughs> liver is like a fatty meal. <laughs> it really is. It's like a fat burger and fries. Oh, my uh, goodness. With some ketchup thrown in between. So the liver is the seat of all our, our emotions. It's the second largest organ in the human body, so it really needs a lot of love, a lot of care. So everything we eat, all our emotions, everything runs through that reservoir of our consciousness, of our being, of our body. And so we have to really take good care of it. And so, so many people are challenged with liver and liver transplants simply because they haven't taken care of their liver because they haven't taken care of their body because of the dietary habits that they have. And as a result, their liver gets backed up. So a fatty liver is exactly what it is. It has too much fat. And because there's too much fat, it creates massive inflammation. You hear me use that word a lot on the broadcast. And because it creates massive inflammation, we have countless side effects, usually jaundice, sickly skin, weak, um, we lose weight, we get very tired, we get grumpy, and uh, unfortunately, you know, we have to go and have a transplant sometimes in an, in an extreme acute situation. Yeah, that's really something. So how does somebody take care of their liver? they got to give it some love. they got to give it some love. they got to cut back. So we, what we should be doing is, in the old days, meaning back 40, 50, 60, 70, maybe even 100, 200 years ago, there has been significant research that indicates that, indicated at that time, uh, based on historical research, that people gave themselves a rest. They fasted a lot, 40 days and 40 nights. Fasting is really the best thing that you can do for your body. And there's a lot of uh, Hollywood stuff going on right now about intermittent fasting, how that works, where you have your last meal at five, you don't eat again until um, the next day. Give your body at least 12 to 14 hours of rest. That's probably the best thing that you can do for your liver is to let it rest and not put any food of any kind other than just lemon water for 12 hours. People say, well, that's really difficult. I can't do that. 
I assure you, if you have liver issues or liver disease, you'll be able to do that. The best time to do that, of course, is to start in the evening time. So before you go to bed or you're watching on television, you're not eating any heavy meals whatsoever. So you're drinking water, lemon water. You're drinking celery juice. You're chewing on celery sticks. You're consuming lots of plant-based foods. You're knocking off the alcohol altogether because that's why we have you know, fatty liver in the first place. One of the many reasons is the consumption of too much alcohol, which has detrimental effects for the liver. Yes. Is there any food that's good to eat? Yeah. Besides fresh the fruit, celery. Celery, fresh fruits and vegetables, mm -hmm. salads, these types of things are much more gentle on your digestive system. So a big meal of ding-dongs, donuts, big gulps, french fries, <laughs> soda pop, pizza, Pepsi, Prozac, burgers and fries, and all that stuff, all of that is a cascade. It's like a train coming down the track at 100 miles per hour and you can't get out of the way. It, it, obviously, there's going to be a problem. That's what the inside of your liver and your body and your heart and your lungs, spleen and kidneys actually look like. They've got all this debris, so you've got to wash it up. So there are herbal remedies. Things like um, milk thistle is very good for the liver. The celery, the celery juice, cayenne ginger, the lemon water, all of these things are water in general just to wash out the debris out of your digestive system. But the most important thing you can do is do a fast. Do it over the weekend when you're not working, when you have downtime, when you can relax, get a little bit of sun. And, of course, um, let your body know that you love yourself and that, uh, in, in, in the kindest possible way and that you're taking care of it because the liver, if the liver goes, then we have a real problem. The heart is compromised. When the heart is compromised, then the brain is compromised. When the brain is compromised, we usually succumb to these illnesses. We don't have to live this way. We just got to start taking care of ourselves and don't wait until it's too late. This is why I'm always about prevention and taking full and utter responsibility right now, this moment, today. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Tony, tell everybody where they can find you if they have a question. Sure. Um, they can um, call me at my office, 818-575-7558, 818-575-7558, or my website, which is radiant, R-A-D-I-A-N-T, radiantgreens.com. And Dr. Katie has an amazing liver gallbladder cleanse. It's a seven-day cleanse. It is out of this world phenomenal. You get all sorts of debris out of there. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being with us today, Dr. Tony. We look forward to having you every week. Thank you. Bless you. I'll see you in the studio real soon. That will be awesome. Happy Father's Day. Brother Tom, thanks Bye -bye. for being there. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, coming up, we have Amber Bashir with us. She is a comedian and an actress, and she is going to be telling us all about her story. So you'll want to stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-853. 3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 0150-7079. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030.
This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, in buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. What doesn't kill you makes you Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KBTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we're so excited to have Amber Boucher with yes, us yes, today. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks for being in the house. We appreciate I you. I love her energy. Yeah. I know, right? So fun. You have to have energy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how can you tell if something is funny or not funny before you go on stage? I mean, Shoot. you know, sometimes I say stuff and people crack up and I'm like, that wasn't very funny. You know what I mean? But then yeah. I guess people fight. I mean, how do you know if it's funny before you say it on yeah. stage? Yeah. Do you try it out? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of how do I answer that question if I, because we, we work bits in the middle of routines sometimes too. Um, you do get on, you do open mics and you do um, smaller shows before you do a big run or a big tour and you do work it out. Um, I, I, my thing is if you're not bombing once a week when you're developing new material, you're probably not growing very much. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because if you're just staying safe, how, you know, you're not developing anything new. Yeah. Um, it ends up being, you know, the same monotonous. You know, I know comedians that do the same routine and they've been doing it for 20 years and there's never a new bit. Yeah. You know, and so they, it's safe, you know, while there's other comedians that they have a new joke every week. And, you know, and I envy those people that have a brand new bit like Tony Baker is I, I watch him work and I'm just in awe. And when I actually first met Tony, he had not been doing stand-up for very long. He had moved here and he was hosting shows where he was from. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had hosting experience, but then he started developing these jokes and he would find like these little pieces and he would just emphasize it. and make it, He was just incredible what he did. And I'm not that kind of comedian. I can't do what Tony does. He's a, he's a beast in yeah. his own right. Yeah. Um, but for me, I go and I test it out and... You know, people like Rodney Perry, who have been incredibly influential in my career, um, you know, he's given me so many opportunities to get on stage in front of a lot of people. And then you'll throw a bit out and and you'll work it throughout a weekend. You know, you'll do several shows in a weekend, a Thursday through a Sunday. You can do six, seven shows. Um, So you start on the Thursday night with whatever you think might be the bit and then it develops. And by then, you you know, you have a whole new Obviously, you watch the audience and see how they're cracking up. If they're cracking up, you know you got it. Yeah. Do you pick on the audience? If they pick on me. Really? Yeah. I'm not going to back down. I'm Don't mess with me. I'm afraid to sit by the front of the stage for fear that they're going to pick on you. You know, like no. I went and saw Carrot Top once, and I was so nervous because he was like kind of mean a little bit, you know, and like, I mean, he's kind of, <laughs> and he, I was so afraid to sit up front. Yeah. I, a lot of people tell me that, and it's hard dating because men are always like, I don't want to come to your show and sit in the front. You're going to pick on me. I don't pick on people. If anything, sometimes, I mean, you've been to shows, mm-hmm. you've, you've seen like, I'll start the show and I'll do some crowd work and, but I'm not picking on people. You know, however, if you're drunk in the audience and you don't shut up, I'm going to tell you about yourself. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to have the whole crowd laughing at you. And the joke is now going to become you. That's good. You know, if you heckle me, I'm going to come back at you. 
you know, but that takes time and it takes experience. And when I first started, it was really hard not to take that stuff personal and mm -hmm. not to have an angry response on stage and, and to learn how to right. make it a funny response. Yeah, because people are drunk in the audience of you know. Yeah, it's a tool, you know, it's like you have a tool bag and every time it happens, you learn a new little bit or you handle it completely wrong. And then you go back to the hotel and you hit yourself over and over again about, oh, I didn't handle that the right way. Mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, I should have said this. I should have. And, and sure enough, it'll happen again. And mm -hmm. then you get to pull that tool out. Yeah. You know? Good for you. So it's like axe throwing. You know, you get to hit the bullseye every time. <laughs> When's your next gig? Um, I'm actually I'm doing a show. Um, I have a show next week. I have shows from now until, so I'm moving. To where? Um, I'm going back ac uh, across country to the East Coast temporarily. Mm. Um, more things are open there. It's easier to navigate the East Coast being on the East Coast instead mm. of flying $600 every time I want to go back and do a show. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so I have stuff here up until I leave. And then I'll be in Washington um, with Rodney Perry uh, for a weekend, I believe it's July 23rd. Is he watching? He might be watching on my Instagram live. I think it's July 23rd to the 26th. Uh, okay. We're there, and we're at um, Nate Jackson's Comedy Club, which is fantastic. Nate Jackson is an amazing comedian that I met here in Los Angeles, and he went out to Washington and started his own comedy club, and he's had huge success with it, which is really great, you know, mm -hmm. to see another comedian branch off and have that kind of success. Mm -hmm. You know, absolutely. It's been good. Our comedy club is just getting back open. Yeah, at the harbor. Yeah, I and just I heard about that. There, right? Yeah, yeah, I perform there regularly. Um, Denise Carter got me into that club, and Levity Live, which is here in Oxnard. Right. That's probably my favorite venue in SoCal. Really? Um, oh my gosh, that's nice. Oh uh, no, I mean yes, it's nice, <laughs> but no, that's not why it's my favorite. The energy that comes from that club. It's unreal. You walk in and everyone is just ready to laugh. They're ready to greet. Like, they want to have a good time. Ooh. Whereas some places, you know, I'll be honest, there are clubs in Los Angeles that I, I will do it because I have to, but I hate it because the audience is pretentious because it's Hollywood. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, we don't know who you are. Make me laugh. Come on. Next show. Next, 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 yeah. next, next. Yeah, I can see that. Oxnard being fun. I love yeah. that place. Yeah. yeah. Oxnard's amazing. Oxnard, oh. I'm I'm so excited about them opening you, back up. When are you going to perform there? I don't know yet. I'm okay. negotiating with them. I'm trying to do it before I head back east. And Let then, us know because I want to yeah. go. Yeah. So I've been talking to them, and then hopefully I'll stop by Ventura next weekend okay. and be able to do a, do a quick spot there. Well, we have a few connections there, so you yeah. might want to talk to this one right here. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds yep. good. You guys have always been to the shows and been so supportive. What are some of your favorite parts of going to the shows? I... I just, I love comedy. I love going to, I just love funny. I, you know, I'm more like people, like you say, like who kind of make fun of themselves or situations. Yeah. Not really jokes, because jokes are okay, but, um, um, who do I see? Dennis Quaid, is it Quaid? Dennis Quaid? Or, uh, he, we saw him, he was so funny, just because he's a, kind of a dork and he's laughing at himself. And, yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I think when they're, they kind of make fun of themselves, it's funny because you can put yourself in their shoes, you know? Um, but you know who's really good at it is Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah. I think he's really good at it. He, Fluffy. Yes. Oh, oh okay. I've seen okay. Him. Yeah. Yes. He's, he's really good hilarious. at the self-deprecation um. comedy. And you know who who has become my favorite comedian is Ali Wong. Have you watched her specials yet? Oh, I think I told you about yeah. her last time. Yeah. She's so fantastic and probably one of the most humble human beings, nicest people I've ever met. Isn't that funny? And then she comes out as this comedian. Oh, she's amazing. And she did the two. She did two specials, just pregnant as can be you know, and just killing it. 
it, she's just she's hilarious. Her commentary on pregnancy and marriage and being a comedian and a female comedian at that. She's just wonderful. So if, if people aren't abreast to to her, I really encourage them to go check out her. She's got two Netflix specials, Baby Cobra, and I cannot. I think the other one is Baby Cobra Two, or so, it's something of that degree. I can't remember the name of it. I'm mm. probably butchering it, and she's going to see this and be mad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, she got mentioned. That's good. Well, yeah, Amber, tell fantastic. everybody where they can find you on Instagram, where they can find your website, and find out where you're going to be so that they can follow you. Yeah, absolutely. So my website is. Is amberbrashear.com. Um, my last name is horrid to try to spell. It's B R A S H E A R. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everything at Amber Brashear. Um, and oh, I have a new show, a new that I started actually during COVID called Amber Brashear Live. Um, so that's being edited down now. It's okay. going to be out soon. It was, there were segments that were posted for a little bit. Um, Where will it be? Uh, it will be on YouTube, and I'm actually pitching it. So hopefully nice. it'll get picked up. So, Very good. Um, that'll be great. It has people like Hannon, um, Hannon Lane, who used to uh, – he grew up in the music industry and was um, Dr. Dre's left-hand mm. guy, so just a wonderful musician and artist. Matt Cusan is actually on it mm-hmm. and talks about his experiences performing with Stevie Wonder and Brian McKnight. Oh, cool. Um, I just had a, Kevin Hart's photographer, just a, abundance of artists that have come on the show and blessed it. And it's just, it's incredible. I can't wait. How exciting. That yeah. is exciting. Well, thank you so yeah, much for you. being You're on so the show fun. today. We're so yeah. excited to have you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, give us a call, 650-1590. We are giving away gift certificates for $25 to the Greek at the Harbor for Father's Day. So give us a call, 650-1590. And stay tuned. We'll be right back with Rick Seigenfeld. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. We have many homes in life, the homes we live in, the homes we visit, the homes we dream about, and sometimes home, well, it's just a feeling. At Sugarbug Orthodontics, they are on the cutting edge of oral care technology. Sugarbug offers a variety of services for you and your family's orthodontic needs. Invisalign, digital x-rays, interceptive ortho, all while making you feel at home. Sugarbug Orthodontics, welcome home. Parker's getting her braces there. We will follow her progress. Give them a call, 805-985-2400. That's 805-985-2400. Worried about the impact of estate taxes, long-term health care, lawsuits, creditors, or probate on your assets and family? Interested in making sure your final wishes are followed? This is Rick Siegenfeld of Siege Law, and we are here to help you with all your asset protection, trust administration, estate and Medi-Cal planning needs. For a complimentary consult, give us a call at 805-250-1930 or email us at contact at seigelaw.com. Again, 805-250-1930.
Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Rick Seigenfeld from Siege Law on the line. He is going to talk about trust administration. Hey, Rick, how are you? Hey, Karen, how you doing? Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Rick. If you're a father, I don't know. Not yet. Okay, okay. good. <laughs> well, tell us all about what you do uh, to set somebody up for a trust. So are, are you referring to first the creation or the actual administration of the trust? No, the creation of it. So go through the sure. process. Go through the steps. Like what does somebody have <sighs> to do? Of course. So once our firm is retained, uh, the, the first step is intake. Uh, we have forms that our clients fill out, provide some basic information. We also request copies of any title that they possess. After that, we would then move to an actual draft meeting. Um, before we're actually drafting any of the paperwork, we're, we're just poking at that information, asking additional questions and going over some more abstract decisions that are really difficult to address just on paper. Um, for instance, you know, how, how we pass our assets on when our beneficiaries, our loved ones, are of a younger age. So just whether it's being passed all at once, whether it's over time, what rights they have prior to an outright distribution. So okay. that's, that's leading all up to actually producing the drafted estate plan. Okay. And so then what happens after that? Sure. So usually we, we give our clients a, an opportunity, or I shouldn't say usually, we always give our clients an opportunity to assess whether or not they have any cold feet about uh, any of the decisions they've made, um, you know, a chance to really read through, um, ask questions, if, if any, about the implications of some of the clauses and the way that the manner that the estate plan is drafted. Once approved, we're scheduling a signing ceremony. Uh, that, that usually takes... have champagne? <laughs> is it fun? Do you have champagne and pop bottles? Like, what happens in the I signing ceremony? Trust. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> It's just a lot of paperwork being signed with the with the help of a notary. So, so it's, it's we're, a, for a long, tedious couple, process. It sounds. Yes. It, it it can be. It's not yeah. it's not too bad. Yeah. We're kind of just giving a very brief summary once again of the purpose of each document as sure. we go through them. What would you say is the most important thing somebody should know that wants to open a trust? How do you mean? What would be the most important thing that somebody would need to know in regards to going into that process? That's a very broad question. I guess the, the most important thing is the understanding of the purpose of having a trust and dictating how your assets are protected and distributed when you're no longer able to make those decisions for yourself or you're no longer with us. Oh, that's great. Because yeah, it's complicated. Yeah, it's And I, th I think people don't understand, you know, they think of trust and they think of like, wow, I'll never get that. But you make it easy for people to get. 
Yeah, I mean, there are definitely more complicated trusts to put together that even, you know, of course, attorneys struggle to comprehend. But for the most part, most people, uh, that, that's not, it's just simply not applicable to them. And so it's just, it, the, the way I explain it is um, the second you, you pass, your trustee is the CEO and the beneficiaries are the shareholders. And when you're alive, you are the shareholder and the CEO of your revocable trust. So you really need a business law class to fully understand it and, and get a full grip on it. So it's best to contact an attorney if you're interested in doing a trust so that you can get the best uh, uh, advice, advice and guidance in, in regards to how to do it. Right. And that's what that's what Rick is. He is a trust attorney. So, so Rick, give everybody where they can find you. We have one minute left. Sure. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, you don't need a, no business law to put together an estate plan, but I just like using those metaphors because people understand it a little bit better. So we're we're located in uh, Westlake Village, Oxnard, and Santa Barbara. Uh, we can be reached most easily by phone at 805-678-3481 or anytime online at www.seiglaw.com. That phone number again is 805 805- Six seven eight three four eight one. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great Father's Day. We'll be back next week.